Welcome to the Kenkel Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. And Misty, here's a little best of from today's show. Man, she was a fast talker. It's Kenkel Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. Just got off the phone with a... Lady that I've, I don't know if I've heard someone talk that fast. I know, she was talking 90 to nothing. <laughs> 90 to nothing? What yeah. is that? I've never heard that before. What? 90 oh. to nothing. Really? It just means somebody is talking fast. It would, would oh. 90 to nothing be you're talking fast and going slow? Nothing? I don't understand yeah, the 90 to nothing. You know, I guess I've never yeah. thought about it. That's what I grew up hearing and saying. 90s my, nothing. <laughs> if I like came home from school excited and was yeah. chattering about it, my grandma would go, goodness, Misty, you're talking 90 to nothing. Oh, wow. Okay. I've never heard that. <laughs> you know, it's fun what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. What you heard your parents say or your relatives or things around you. It's kind of some strange stuff people said, you know? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, my mom used to tell me a little joke. What's that? Pete and Repeat were in a boat. Pete fell out and who was left? Pete repeat. and Repeat fell out of a boat. No, Pete and Repeat were in a boat. Pete fell out Pete and who was out left? And who was Repeat? Pete and Repeat were in a boat. Pete fell out and who was left? Repeat. Repeat. Pete and Repeat were in a boat. Pete fell oh, out no. and who was left? Repeat. Pete and repeat were in a boat. Pete fell out and who was left? Okay, cool friends. Oh, I'm saying repeat. I get what's... Hey, now. <laughs> she got us both. Oh my Pete gosh. and repeat were in a boat. I have no idea where that came from. I have never met anybody else that has heard that one, though. And my family said it all the time. <laughs> it's like that knock-knock joke that never ends. Aren't you glad I, I didn't say banana? Banana? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so is there something that Why? your family, that you grew up hearing, maybe it's just in your culture, in your community? People mm-hmm. said this, and maybe it's like that. I don't know. 90 to nothing. <laughs> Tell the Pete and repeat joke, 90 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is something my wife makes fun of me about. Oh. I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I think it's if it comes from the fire department, it's called an aid car. An if it aid comes, car. If it comes from a private company, it's called an ambulance. Oh. And she's like, aid car? I've never heard that. I, I know. I've never heard that. And I, I've lived all over the country, and I don't think I've ever heard it except for where I grew up. An aid car. Why is it called an aid car? That's weird. And technically, it does come to your aid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I can see that. <laughs> well, well, what do you got for us? Triple eight, triple eight, ninety nine, seventy six. You can text us at five eight three two six. Stuff they say maybe in your in your state, in your area. Maybe you grew up with it with your mom and dad. What was it? And you can call and talk to us ninety to nothing if you want. <laughs> you ever want to talk? Our number is triple eight triple eight ninety nine seventy six. You can text us at five eight three two six. Good morning. Hello. Well, I was calling about the the thing about sayings that your family has. Yeah, everyone <laughs> in Misty's family said talking ninety to nothing like it's fast, and or didn't understand that. So what do you got? My grandma. She was always a joker, and she was always a lot of fun. She would say, "Railroad crossing. Look out for the cars. Can you spell it without any R's?" Really? I sit there and I think, "How do you do this?" And 
<laughs> Railroad ca- crossing. Look out for the cars. Can you spell it without the R's? Right. Yeah. What? what? The answer is no. <laughs> it. It. What? Oh. What? Can you spell oh. it without any R's? Oh. <laughs> yeah. My grandma used to have a joke about the cars too. You know they have the big ones that say up on them, and she would say, mm-hmm. "I saw you pee upon the box car." <laughs> like what? <laughs> The ones that say I saw you pee on the boxcar. Huh? I saw you pee on the boxcar. Oh, you pee. There you go. Wow, you guys you are slow pee this morning. On the boxcar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Boy. We need more caffeine or something. Yeah. I'm a little slow this morning. <laughs> I just noticed I'm the last person to get at every one of these. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Family Life Radio. Sayings that your family said when you're growing up, or maybe it's just something they just do. I mean, this is this is great. We're having fun with this. Kristen is with us from Battle Creek, Michigan. You got one for us. Well, I was calling about the unique family sayings, and my husband has taught our family a saying that he learned, um, I don't know, middle school, high school from a biology teacher. So I thought I would share it with everyone. Yeah, give it to us. So it's called the five P's, the letter P, five, five P's. Okay. Right. Prior planning prevents poor performance. Prior planning prevents poor performance. Yeah. So when you take the time and you plan before you do something as a child, as an adult, then when you get to that thing that you're going to do, most likely you're going to perform if you plan for it. So when our kids forget something and they're like, oh, can you run home and get this? We look at them, we're like, you know, bud, prior planning prevents poor performance. And they're like, oh, fine. I love that one. Yeah, so the five P's, if it can help anybody just be prepared or help kids, just think about it, you know, and they they look back at us and say the same thing. So I'll, you know, go to a doctor's appointment. I'm like, oh, no, I forgot that that form for you. And he's like, you know, Mom, prior planning prevents poor performance. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Wow. Does it work with husbands when they forget to do the thing? (laughs) You know, it does um, because they give you a nice little eye roll. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start using that liberally here at work. Like somebody Ooh. shoots me an email and, oh, I forgot to ask you to do this. I need it today. Well, guess you should have implemented yeah. those five P's, five huh? P's. The five <laughs> P's. All I can say is I can see myself getting in trouble with this at home. Yes. <laughs> I would like to oh, hear I'm, the result I, of that. I, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm loaded. I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready to do it, Sally. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a great and blessed morning, and I hope anyone who's listening has a blessed morning as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, if they plan for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Henkel Fritz and friends with you. Sally's here. Hi. Misty's here. Good morning. And I'm the Kenkel Fritz guy. <laughs> so, if you happen to be a parent, I, I you know, I, maybe you've been here before where you are making this statement that I'm about to stay, say, and that is, I'm unprepared for what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't, are you really prepared for everything? You never are, but well, here's what's happening. Didn't have to deal with this with our daughter. She's diagnosed with multiple special needs. She's got uh, cerebral palsy, and she's 20 years old right now. She's nonverbal. And this is what I'm talking about. My son is now 14 years old, about to turn 15. And he's huge into video games. And so are his buddies. Yeah. And he is coming to me with, Dad, can I get this game? 
And mm. this game happens to be pretty violent. Ooh. And uh, Dad, can I download this or can I buy that? And uh, a lot of his friends have some of these games. And it's I'm in a situation where I want my son to grow up, be well-adjusted, you know, love Jesus, but I don't want him to be on the news. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The, Due to the violence. Yes. And I just mm-hmm. didn't, I mean, I didn't know that this is what was going to be like. I'm going to have to make some tough decisions because um, I'm, I'm just, I'm afraid of messing up as a parent. I really want to yeah. do the right thing. This is hard, guys. I don't, and especially when you pile on, you know, his buddies are, I guess the closest thing that I can think of is when I was a kid is, can you watch an R-rated movie or can you watch, you know, this level of whatever entertainment? And so I'm praying hard, guys. This is tough. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, I mean, Sally, your kids are grown now. I have been there and um, been through situations, not so much with video games because my oldest is a daughter and she wasn't so into that. But I think as parents, we always are dealing with things that we don't want our kids to be dealing with. Absolutely. And so, Hank, you said something really interesting. This is really hard for me. And, and I think that's the key, is that as parents, sometimes we have to take that on ourselves so that the kids don't have to make that choice. Well, I actually was as honest as I could possibly be with my son, Sam. I said, Sam, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just was real with him. That's good. So right now I don't. We're not going to do anything. You're not going to buy that yet because I don't. I'm afraid to make him. I even told him. I said, Sam, I want you to grow up to be a great adult. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I don't want to mm-hmm. mess you up, you know. And mm-hmm. he kind of understands, but then he keeps coming back to me. And yeah, but the twins down the street have this one. And oh, <laughs> you. Can- <laughs> one one thing that I used to pull out is no for now, not forever. But That's no good. for now. Yeah. That's and, good. I like and that. Think that you're relieving them of having to say no. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I can remember times where friends of mine were reading novels that I wanted to read and my mom was like Oh, yeah. No for now. And I was actually quietly inside happy that I could blame my mom. Oh, and <laughs> there you go. Sorry, mom. But um, truthfully, sometimes we need to be that fall guy. Oh, absolutely. And it sounds like you're doing a good job. Yeah, well, I don't know. Have you mm-hmm. ever been there? We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. 888-888-9976. I like that. No for now, not forever. I'm going to use that with my boss. You have <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've been there as a parent where you have to tell your kids they can't do this or do that because, well, it's just not appropriate. My son is almost 15 years old, really into video games, mm-hmm. wants to get certain video games that are not the best as far as language goes and some inappropriate stuff going on. And But all his friends have these games. And so, man, this is tough as a parent to, mm. to navigate really hard, this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you as a parent, you know, or like all of a sudden realized, I'm not prepared. <laughs> how did I get here? And what do I do? Yeah, uh, yeah so how about yourself? You've been there? 888 9976 I have a 16-year-old. I had a similar situation about the game. And it was violent and actually it was cussing and bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what I did was, and I showed him 
all these great action superheroes without the cussing. And I told him, you know what, you, if you understand that you can get these games right now, and, and he was actually more happier to get the games that I got him. If you do that with him with the games, I'm telling you, you, you have yeah. such a blast. You actually get into the games too. The the superhero games, the positive ones, I'm telling you, there's there's so much out there that there's so much positive that I can actually you have a good time with your kid and you actually like it, man, I promise you. I like that. Wow. Let's find superheroes that don't use bad language. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, yeah. They, they use their, their fists, you know what I mean? Yeah. They use, they use their <laughs> Family Life Radio. 30-day challenge going on where you listen to nothing but Family Life Radio for 30 days straight. And for doing that, we got some goodies to give you. Four tickets to a Christian concert of your choice. Family Life Radio, good morning. Hi. Hi, who's this? This is Megan. Megan, where are you calling from? Platteville, Wisconsin. Cool. So you've been taking that 30-day challenge? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been more than 30 days, I should say. So my kids absolutely love this station, and obviously they love Jesus. But so I just dropped my daughter off, and she was like, "Yes, he can. Aww. Yes, he will." And, I, and she's five. Oh, that's adorable. It's so amazing. Yeah. Well, you know that's worth it on its own. I mean, how much does that mean to know your kids are in love with this music? Oh my goodness, it is. I'm eternally grateful. It's life changing. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, wow. I love yeah. that. And thank you for you guys for just following the call and just spreading the hope. So kind. What a yeah. blessing you are this morning. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys are blessing every morning. Oh, so. <laughs> thank you. Warm fuzzies. Boy, Can this we is just amazing. be on the phone with you for a while? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we needed that this morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything you just said. Can you say it again? <laughs> Hey, tell us about your good news. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Tell us what's going on. I have to share some awesome miracles that God has done. The Holy Spirit is working really good, and so is God. And it just makes you feel so emotional, and I had to share this. Tell us. Three miracles have happened in less than a month. A family member was deathly ill, and he cured her, and she's home, and she's recovering, and she's doing so good. Praise God. And my father, we didn't know if he was going to make it. It was really bad, and he is home recovering and doing awesome. And then a good friend of mine, her husband, had four massive heart attacks, and he flatlined, and he was in the hospital Mm. for four weeks. And he's coming home soon. Wow. Wow. Man. You are full of good news today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. He is so good. It's like, kind of looks at that, you know? It's like, she's so good. And people just, they don't look hard enough for God's goodness. And every day, I am so thankful for even the smallest things because we don't know when our time is limited. Yep. I don't know. It just really hit hard today when you guys mm. were talking about that. And I was like, share this. This is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> good reminder that we should be grateful for every day with the people we love. Yes. Because it could change, right? That's, That's true. what you've experienced. Yep. You never know. He wants to call us home. So you got to make it count. Yep. So true. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys have a blessed day. Well, I think we will. Hey, we want to hear your good news. What's God doing in your life? Give us a call right now at 888 9976 
You ever heard from God? Maybe you haven't and you want to. How do you hear from God? We're Kankle Fritz and Friends. This is Family Life Radio. Well, Pete Gregg, he is the co-founder of the 24-7 prayer movement. They have uh, this movement and prayer houses in half the nations in the world. He's written several books. His latest is How to Hear God. And Pete, you had in this book some amazing stories where people did hear from God, total unlikely situations. Can you tell us one of those? I'm going to tell you the story I got today about a Muslim woman hearing God. Okay. So we are incredibly privileged in our church in England that we, we have a ministry called Elam, which is working with the Iranian church. Now, the Iranian church is the fastest growing church in the world. That is now established, yeah. And the context, of course, is that Iran is the only caliphate. You know that thing ISIS were trying to establish? Iran is that. It is a full-on, you know, Muslim theocracy. And so you have this vast number of people in Iran and actually the Persian-speaking nations right through to Afghanistan who are turning to the Lord Jesus. One lady who is a new Christian herself, this is an Iranian woman, had a dream. Two people by the name of Mahid and Sahar would come to her house the next day at 1 p.m. This is a very explicit dream. No of course, dreams are yes. one of the ways God speaks to us. And that when they came in her dream, she was to tell them about Jesus. At first, she didn't know what to make of the dream. And so she nearly fainted when, you guessed it, at 1 p.m., there was a knock at the door. There were two people standing there and they said, our names are Mahid and Sahar. They then said, we have heard that you are a follower of Jesus and we want to know about Jesus. And the gospel was shared. And now Mahid, Sahar and six of their friends and family have come to know Jesus. Wow. This book is story after story of stuff like that. You want to hear the full interview with Pete Gregg. Plus, you just want to listen to him talk. <laughs> uh, there's that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so check it out, full podcast on our website at myflr.org. Hey, good morning. We are Kenkel Fritz and Friends. Sally's here. Good morning. And Misty's here. Hello. Our producer, Alex, is with us. Thanks for listening this morning. So I saw something, and maybe like if you hear the word deconstruction when it comes to your faith, maybe you immediately kind of bristle. You think of it as a negative thing. And I'm going to be very honest. I used to as well. And then I, I saw this on, it's actually a, a Facebook page that is meant to encourage churches um, as they learn how to walk with their congregations. And it says, deconstructing is not a threat to God because God honors the wrestlers, the doubters, the honest. Press on, dear questioners. It is not God who opposes you. And I immediately was thinking of my own thoughts on deconstruction. You know, 10 years ago, there were some pretty prominent people, uh, the Christian musicians, a couple of them, that deconstructed themselves right out of the faith. Yeah, they're no <laughs> so longer speak, believers. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really, I was like, well, that can't be a good thing. And the more I, I've heard it recently, because I have friends that consider themselves to be in a deconstruction process, and they are not trying to move away from Jesus. They're asking questions with the intention of leaning into him and getting to know him more. And one of my friends admitted this on her page and I was reading the comments and man, people went after her. Deconstruction is dangerous. Don't go down this road and just, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, like she's very specific though. Like I'm trying to get to know Jesus more. And 
if I think back to when I was in college, I would I don't I wouldn't have termed it deconstruction. I didn't know the word, but I went the route of I had questions and rather than leaning into God, I got frustrated and walked away. Mm-hmm. So you could say I deconstructed myself right out of the faith. Yeah. And there was judgment there, but I thought, man, the people who are wrestling, who find themselves doing that, they walk away from Jesus during this process, they don't need the criticism and judgment. They need our prayers. Absolutely. They're asking hard questions and they just aren't going to the right place, places to get the answers. But questioning in and of itself with the intention of leaning into God, there's nothing bad about that. Jesus asked a lot of questions to get people to think and to lean into him and to learn more about God. He's mm-hmm. not offended by our questions either. Exactly. Because he knew we were going to have them. You know, right. I think that's why it's important for young people to have some sort of a know why you believe what you believe type class and help us all really understand what, why are we, why are you a follower of Christ? What's the, what's, what's the basis behind it all? But here's the unfortunate thing. A lot of people leave the church through this deconstructing construction process because of how the church treated them. But the truth is this. The church isn't God. We equate people that are Christians with God, and so we leave him because of that. But the truth is we're all flawed. We all make mistakes. We're all sort of hypocrites in a certain way. So I can see why people would look at us and go, well, I don't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but you're right. I think asking questions, there's nothing wrong with that. I think of the song, uh, Keep Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Yep. Um, one of the ones we used to sing years ago, maybe we should bring it back because it's exactly what you two are saying is don't put your eyes on Kegel Fritz and friends. We're trying here. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we can, we can, uh, we can blow it too. Yeah. Oh. But totally. how is deconstruction different than disengaging? At least if I'm deconstructing, I'm asking the questions. I'm seeking the answers. If I'm disengaging, I've kind of let go of the It's a different story. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't you think? Maybe and maybe we're we're using the wrong word for the people who do find themselves walking away from Jesus during this process. Maybe that is a better word, disengaging. Yep. At that Uh point. But yeah, and and I've been guilty of equating God with pastors that have hurt me. Um, I have a lot of church hurt in my past, but if I take an honest look at myself. If I can act like Jesus once a day, it's a win. (laughs) (laughs) Listener-supported Family Life Radio. We are Kankle Fritz and friends. Misty's here. Sally's here. And we're talking about, uh, you may have heard this, and it's something that's been going through faith circles, something called deconstructing your faith. And basically, the definition of this would be questioning your faith. Mm-hmm. Is what I believe really what I believe? Is it really true? And on the surface, that sounds wrong. You shouldn't do that. Um, and Misty found an, you know a cool quote about it, but we were talking about this, and halfway through the conversation, guys, I realized this is in the Bible. Oh. <laughs> David spent a lot of time, hey, he's praising God. He's like, you're Mm -hmm. awesome, Lord. And he's also like, where are you, God? Why have you forsaken me? I mean, he's going back and forth. There's a lot of, and he's doing it. He also read in, uh, you know, 1 and 2 Samuel, a lot of questioning of him. How about Job? Job questioned God. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of 
question. Why has this happened to me? Um, His friends were really helpful in that. Yeah. <laughs> Job's <laughs> friends. <laughs> or how about his his wife? Yeah. Oh my goodness. But the the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. And I hmm. think that's the bottom line. Where is your heart that. at? And what is your heart's desire to do? To find out the truth, to, to get closer to God or not? Reminds me of something that I learned when I was in seminary. And they said, with whatever's going on with you, always stay on God's side. Mm-hmm. And you can do that with the questioning. Oh, yeah. You know, but always stay on his side. Mm-hmm. Right. But that takes intentionality, doesn't it? It does. You have to be aware of what you're doing. So when David is questioning, God is there to help answer his questions. So Absolutely. when he says, why God? Do you see me, God? It's totally different than walking away from God. You're not even giving God the opportunity. That's right. So, And by the way, you may never get some of these answers. Oh, I know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happened in life. I do not, I don't know. Right. I don't get mm-hmm. it. You know what irks me the most? What? By the time I have the answers, I won't care. <laughs> like I want the answers now. <laughs> and then by the time I have them, I'll just be so happy to be with Jesus. It, all of the anxiety <laughs> over not having the answers will be gone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I really feel like he'll answer us in heaven. Yeah? I really do. I feel, but yeah, when you get there, you're going to be like, party. Exactly. I'm here. <laughs> That'll be the important. least of, exactly. <laughs> not on right. the list of things that I like lament about because well, you won't be lamenting. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we just want you to know today, mm-hmm. if you're questioning God, that's all right. He can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, just be after his own heart today and follow him. Experience hope. Family Life Radio. It's time for the joy report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this Hey, what's bringing you joy today? We want to hear at 888-888-9976. Mary is with us. What's going on? My sister five years ago was going through some rough times and a friend encouraged her to listen to your station. Okay. Your station and what she heard encouraged her to start studying in the Bible. Oh, wow. And it helped her grow her faith. And her husband threw a birthday party for her on Saturday. And the only thing she wanted for her birthday was to be baptized. (gasps) Oh, wow. That's awesome. And as part of her testimony, she talked about what your station did for her. Wow. And thank you for all you do for us. Well, thank you. All glory to God. But for a radio station to be a part of somebody's testimony, guys, that's that's amazing. It is. (laughs) Why we're here, though, really. Yeah. And I think it's easy to take something like a radio station and the fact that there's Christian music, take it for granted. But you're reminding us, this is life-changing. God's Word does not return void. (laughs) No. And the conversations you have and the testimonies you get, Mm -hmm. those encourage. That's just beautiful. It is. (laughs) Well, we're... we're I think we're kind of speechless. Yeah, a little bit. Which is kind of funny for us. I'm kind of speechless, too. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much for what you do for us. Well, thank you. But we're thankful to those that give to keep us on the air, because if it wasn't for them, we'd be sunk. Mm -hmm. So... It's everybody doing all their uh, parts. Well, I thank those people too. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go Fritz and friends with you. So Brittany sent this to us on a text this morning. This is cool. She said two guys were bothering me. Now that's not the cool part. She says, I was pumping gas at a gas station and these two guys are bugging me. An older man walked up pretending to be my dad 
told me to get in the car, and he finished pumping my gas for me. Oh, wow. When the guys left, he told me he hoped someone would do the same for his daughter. Wow. Is that so neat nice. or what? I love that. Yes. I do, too. So, it just reminds me of something I could do someday. I never thought, wow, that's, that's brilliant. That's smart. Yeah. You know, like it or not, as women, we do feel vulnerable. Yeah. In a lot of situations. And so, yes, for him to be aware of that, that's beautiful. I love, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram where you can share your good news or joy report. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.